0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to Ingles and Ian. I am Ian Nickel, writing solo today. That's right. Um, Jacob's been having a couple of, uh, a little bit of back trouble, and so he's, he's, he's dealing with that right now, but I'm here. It's all good. Hopefully, my dogs don't bark. I'm recording in my living room. Um, <laughs> it's kind of storming, but not really, so hopefully they don't bark, but uh, I'm going to Keep it a little short, hopefully no longer than 30 minutes. Maybe we'll see, because we got a lot of talk about in the world of baseball and softball, the two kind of big things that Oklahoma State is doing right now. Uh, we'll go ahead and start with the Super Regional uh, for softball. Um, Oklahoma State beat Clemson 2-0 and 5-1. to been in two games so there was no third game. This is actually the first time since the super regional format has occurred that OSU swept the series. Every time they've won a super regional it's been 2 to 1. So pretty big uh pretty big deal defeating the number 10 seed Clemson and hats off to Clemson. I mean, if you heard if you were uh, paying attention to the broadcast, they talked a lot about how they were you know, they just started up. I think they started up in 2020, about three years ago. That's when they established their uh, their program. So for them to get to a Super Regional already is pretty huge. And, uh, you know, I respect the, the, the crap out of them. And I can't wait to see what Clemson does next. But in the meantime, Oklahoma State going to their third straight Women's College World Series 2019-2021. And now 2022. We all know what happened in 2020. Doesn't matter. They enter this bracket as I believe the third highest national seed. OU won. UCLA won. They were the five seed. Oklahoma State won. They were the uh, seventh seed. Northwestern was the ninth seed, and Florida State is the fourteenth seed. So not only does Oklahoma State get two unranked teams that weren't the 16 national seeds, but they're also the highest in their little four-team bracket. OU will play Northwestern. UCLA will play Texas. Oklahoma State gets Arizona. And Florida gets Oregon State. Oklahoma State's game will be the night game, the, the late night game, 8.30 p.m. on ESPN. It is a quadruple header, he, uh, quadruple header of softball this this Thursday, uh, with UCLA Texas playing at eleven, Oklahoma State Northwest, not Oklahoma State, Oklahoma Northwestern playing at 1.30. This is all Central Time. Florida Oregon State playing at six, and Oklahoma State Arizona playing at eight thirty. Should Oklahoma State win, they will play on Saturday, June fourth at six p.m. on ESPN. If they lose against Arizona, they will play the following day, Friday, June 3rd at 8:30 on ESPN2. This is a double elimination tournament. So, I think if you win, if you win your two games, if you win the first two games, you only need to win one of two to make it to the women's college world series final. So, this is why kind of the national seeds are important. Oklahoma State is the highest between Oklahoma State, Arizona, Florida, and Oregon State. That's huge, because when you look at the other regional, there are three national seats, Oklahoma, Northwestern, UCLA. Bracket 2, if you look on the NCAA website, it says bracket 1 and bracket 2. It is... There's a huge difference in the brackets. And I think Oklahoma State has a chance to benefit from benefit from that however we go back to last year not saying that every year is the same they won their first game and then they lost to that james madison team that had a really great run right so that's something to keep in mind i think that's something that you need to keep in mind and arizona has fun fact i did not know this until earlier today Arizona has Miranda Eilish's sister on their team. Which, that's interesting. So you have a sibling rivalry right there in a matchup against Arizona where I no one really expected it. They expected Florida State to be here. And I think it, it's absolutely bonkers that that has happened. Arizona... No, I'm sorry. So, Arizona defeated Mississippi State. Who beat Florida State? Arizona was in the 15th seed regional. So, I mean, it's just... It's amazing how the the parity of softball has increased because I think just a few years ago, I think it was all eight national seeds in there. Now you have, I think... Five. That's a huge difference. Your two, your three, your six seeds are out, and your eighth seed. The parity in softball is is changing, and I I think that's just absolutely huge. Maddie Eilish is, uh, Miranda Eilish's sister. She's a freshman, and she's at Arizona State. So, I mean, that'll just be something to monitor. No word yet. I think uh, Kenny Gayeski said when he was asked about if Miranda's gonna pitch, Miranda Eilish, he said, "I don't know. It just kind of depends, and we'll see." If you, if somehow Miranda, he kind of left it up to Miranda. He left it open ended where he says, "If Miranda thinks she can pitch, we'll we'll give it a shot." If she's able to pitch, that'll be absolutely huge for this Oklahoma State uh, cowgirl team. Because now you have a three-man rotation. And maybe Morgan Day, which Morgan Day has stepped it up over the past few weeks, um, you know, which I it's just a credit to her being a fifth-year senior. And, you know, she was balling at Illinois State. We knew this already. But she she stepped it up quite a bit. And uh, in that game two, I think she went five and one-third. Maxwell picked up the pieces there whenever she got into a little bit of trouble. But it was only one in the third inning. So that doesn't really matter. If you have Eilish, though, you could have Day come in the bullpen, and you could rest Maxwell a little bit. Because Lord knows that Maxwell is going to be a workhorse in this Women's College World Series. There's no doubt in my mind. So, I'm not saying that's going to be the end-all, be-all. But I think it's really important if Miranda Eilish were to play. Arizona also, I mean, their their head coach just retired. And this is their new coach's first year, which is a testament to them. Hats off to Arizona. They are a blue blood. Ginny Finch went there. Several others went there as well. So they, they are a program with experience, and they should not be taken lightly under any circumstances, in my opinion. So, I and again, this first game is very important. Super important because it is a double elimination game. Losing once, you're like, okay. But losing that first game, you have your back up against the wall the rest of the series, and that's not fun. It's not fun for anybody. Caitlin know is the Arizona head coach who just took over. And, again, props to them. Props to that Arizona team. Defeated uh, the 15 seed Missouri. Missouri was phenomenal uh, this year. They beat Mississippi State. Uh, in in two games, so again, props. And every team that has made it here deserves a lot of props. And I think, regardless, un- unless OSU were to get bounced out like zero and two, I think regardless of what happens, this has been a really successful season. It's a season where you kind of where they started off slow. But I think they've done a really good job winning the Big Twelve Championship, beating OU, being one of OU's only two losses. I, I think it's I think it's a great it's a great feeling. It's a great feeling. And obviously, if I were to give a prediction, I think that they would probably they have a really good chance of making the finals. The only thing that'll trip me up is if you go, if you go to the NCAA's website, there's, a, you know, they have the losers bracket. There are, so the winners of the eliminate, the like the first elimination game. Oh no, 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 wait! I think it's the losers. Yeah, it's the losers of the winners bracket game. Flip. So theoretically. If it's Oklahoma and UCLA and UCLA were to lose, they would go down to Oklahoma State's bracket and take on the loser of the first elimination game. So it sets up the possibility of an Oklahoma State-UCLA matchup, which will be really tough. I mean, UCLA is no slouch. They're the number five seed, and uh, they they beat Duke, which is interesting because OSU did not beat Duke in February. Emphasis on February. A lot of the, it's June now when a lot has changed. Another really big thing about this tournament: they got two games on ABC this year. Nothing, something that's never happened before. I think they had a super regional game. I think it was OU in Washington on ABC, but they've never had a um, a, a, a women's college world series game on ABC, and I think that's absolutely huge for the sport. And I saw one stat that the Oklahoma-UCF game got more viewers than, I think it was a uh, UCF-Boise State game. And then a UCF, I think it was another football game. And that tells you about the testament of softball and how much it's growing. Because when you fall in love with the sport, or when you watch the sport, I, I think you fall in love with it. I think the passion and, you know, I think I, we, we've talked about this before with uh, with baseball. Baseball, you know, they have their unwritten rules and stuff. Softball, they just have fun. It's fun. It's petty heck. I went to the Big 12 Championship. Texas coach flipped flipped uh, the bird to one of the umps. And guess what? They're in the World Series. <laughs> and they beat Arkansas. Arkansas was the four seed. They've lost. They're not in it. Texas is it's crazy at the end of the day I think this is going to be a really fun women's college world series and regardless of who wins I think it's going to be just I I think you're going to sit back and you're going to enjoy what's about to incur uh from June 2nd to if necessary June 10th if not June 9th so Uh, I there is a path again there is a path for Oklahoma State to make the Women's College World Series Finals. Because of, A, the lighter bracket, which that's not an insult to Florida, Oregon State, Arizona, and Oregon State. I think I said Oregon State twice. But when you look at the teams that could have been there, Florida State, Virginia Tech, Alabama... I'd rather take on Florida, Oregon State, and Arizona, to be completely honest with you. Every team's hot right now, so it doesn't matter either way. But knowing that they don't have that big, that low number, that two or three, and you're the highest seed in that bracket, I think that does something to you. Maybe it provides a little bit of confidence. My dog is... I don't know if you can hear this, but my dog is like on my leg and snoring. So, if you hear that, I apologize. Uh, let's talk a little Oklahoma State baseball real quick. This will be the last topic we discuss. They go to the Big Twelve uh, championship. I think Oklahoma ended up winning the Big Twelve championship in baseball at Globe Life Park. Props, I guess. I don't know if you. It was OU in Texas. Oklahoma State lost their first game to Texas. Then they beat, I think, Baylor and then TCU, because Texas beat TCU. Then they had to play Texas twice, won the first game, lost the second game, so they lost in the semifinals. So I think there was a lot of uncertainty of if... I don't know how much uncertainty there was, but there was a lot of projections saying Oklahoma State may not host a regional. Oklahoma State... You know, they might be a two seed or they're at the very most, like the sixteen seed or the fifteen seed or low 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 teens seed. They ended up getting the seventh overall seed. Which is impressive. And I owe oh, you fans will complain. I think Texas Tech A D uh the ADI. Is it Kirby? I think it's called Kirby Holkett still? He mentioned the RPI. And what that does for teams. And I think OSU had a big advantage of that. So here is Oklahoma State's regional. They have Missouri State. They have Grand Canyon. And they have Arkansas. Let me go ahead. We'll first start with Grand Canyon University. So they ended up losing in the MAC Conference Tournament. But they had the number one seed for the west side of their bracket. So... They they were either the top one or top two in their conference. we'll so take a look at the records real quick. So they are uh, pulling up. Oh, that was the record book. Never mind. Hmm. Anyway, uh, Grand Canyon went twenty-five and five in their conference play. Went 41 and 19 overall. They're 21 and 6 away from home, 17 and 10 from home. So they have uh they have played the likes of Stanford and you know they've played Arizona, they've played Arizona State. They played they played the likes of Texas Tech and they've beat Texas Tech on a in a in two games. So that is uh I don't know that's some to monitor. They've played with the big boys. They played with Oregon State, who's another really good uh team. Like they they are capable of playing with the big boys and they should not be messed with. They are the 3 seed in that regional. Arkansas, Arkansas is 38 and 8 with a conference record of 18 and 12. They are 28 and 7 at home, but 7 and 8 on the road. 3 and 3 neutral site. I mean they have played with the likes of again Stanford. They lost that game though. They they play in a really tough conference in the SEC. They played everybody. They played AM. They've played Ole Miss. They've played Auburn. They played Vandy. They've played Bama. They had a quick exit in the uh, in the SEC tournament with just two losses back to back with Alabama and Florida in Hoover. But not long ago, if I'm not mistaken, they were the number one overall seed in last year's tournament. If I am not mistaken, they were indeed. They lost to um, NC State. So, I mean, yeah, they they're good. They're a good, good team. I'll tell you that right now. They're a good team. But they've kind of fell off a little bit. Not fell off, but they're going to be dangerous regardless. They've lost their last four, but to be fair, OSU hasn't looked too hot out the gate either. Or as of late. Let's be honest. We'll go to Missouri State real quick if they will. Uh, they'll let me go to the site. <laughs> Missouri State is thirty and twenty-seven, eight and three. I'm sorry, eight and thirteen in their conference play. Seventeen and thirteen at home, twelve and twelve away. They they played Oklahoma State once before. They lost one to five, and that was at Missouri State. So this was a team that has also played Arkansas before and won six to four. They have a, some good momentum right now, winning their conference tournament, uh, the Missouri Valley, of course, Missouri Valley Conference tournament, and they uh, they won that one and now they're here. And Oklahoma State, obviously, we'll just go ahead and talk about them real quick because obviously this is an Oklahoma State podcast. I will say, I think some people, I don't know where I saw this, but some people maybe think that Oklahoma State was rated uh, too high. I tend to kind of agree. I wouldn't have put them as high as seven. But I will say this, when you have the advantage, and I think this is why they did this uh, partially. When you have the advantage of a brand new stadium, they will use that. Because guess what? O'Braid is a really nice stadium. I'm going to give it a buck. Very nice stadium, and it's brand new. So why wouldn't college baseball or the NCAA or the committee be like, it'd be really cool if we can host a regional here because it is such a nice ballpark. Let's take advantage of that, and we'll put them at seven so that way they can host a super regional, assuming they win. And I think it's going to be really tough. I think Arkansas is a really good team. Grand... Canyon has a chance. Obviously, everyone has a chance. So I think it's going to be really tough. Uh, the first two games are on Friday. Oklahoma State will play at six p.m. on ESPN Plus. Well, Grand Can on June third? While Grand Canyon and Arkansas will play at twelve p.m. on the SEC Network at O'Braid Stadium. Obviously, so again, it's a uh, double elimination bracket, much like the uh, uh, you know kind of the World Series, but it's just with four teams. So. Uh, the losers of the first two games will play June 4th at 12, while the winners will play at June 4th at 6. The loser of the second game will play June 5th at 12. And then the winner of the... It, it, it's a complicated bracket, but when you look at it on NCAA.com, it'll be there, it'll make sense. So let's say Oklahoma State wins their first game, but loses their second game, they would play June 5th. Oklahoma State wins that game, they play again on June 5th at 6, and again, we'll just say Arkansas, it's Arkansas-Oklahoma State, Arkansas has zero losses, Oklahoma State has one. If Oklahoma State wins that, that 6 o'clock game June 5th, they'll play again at 6 o'clock on June 6th. It'll make sense. And the winner of that regional, the other regional that you will probably need to pay attention to is North Carolina in the Chapel Hill Regional. It's North Carolina, Hofstra, VCU, and Georgia. North Carolina is like obviously the national seed. So, something to monitor there. Obviously, you want to monitor all of the craziness of college uh, uh, baseball. And again, you never know what's going to happen. Uh, friend of the podcast, uh, Stats of War, said that Oklahoma State and Arkansas have both a 44% chance of winning the regional. Not going to sleep on Grand Canyon, but I think it will come down to Oklahoma State and Arkansas. I want to give Oklahoma State the edge, but the way that they've played the past couple of weeks makes me not so sure. And some thunder just happened, and my dog just barked. I'm going to pause it. I'm going to have to edit that out. <coughs> Man, it happened again. <coughs> i lost my train of thought, but I, I, I think I got it. I think Oklahoma State will probably win the regional, but I am, again, I think it will be a coin flip between them and Arkansas. I expect them to play the full, I, I expect there to be a June 6th game. And that, that that's how I think it's going to go down, and then after that i'm not really sure but i do want to say this i don't know how hot of a take this is but i think that if oklahoma state was to were to lose this uh regional i think you have to put josh holiday on the hot seat this is the second year where they've had a disappointing end you know they lost last year in the first round to Arizona, and it wasn't even their regional. Now you're hosting a regional. You've improved, but you haven't quite made that leap yet. I know he's been there for a while, but you haven't been back to a uh, World Series since, what, 2016? I know that takes a lot, and that's, you know, it's eight teams out of 64. But I think when you're a program like Oklahoma State where you have that baseball history, it's important that, you know, you get there at least, I don't know, twice in a decade. Maybe. I'm not saying you have to win the thing. It, and again, if they make the Super Regional and lose to North Carolina, that's a 7-10 matchup. That's okay with me. I don't want them to lose, obviously. But, like, he, he's only on the hot seat if they lose in the, super, in the, in the first round. So I think that's going to wrap it up. I hope Jacobs will be back uh, this next week because uh, it's kind of hard to do 25 minutes of just straight talking. And there's probably stuff I'm going to have to edit out uh, because of silence and then obviously my dog. But I I think that it'll be fine. And hopefully we'll recap or hopefully maybe preview the Women's College World Series final. They make it. And then hopefully we'll have some good news about the uh, baseball regional. One more thing. Uh, I just want to pray for the people of Tulsa. Uh, there was a uh, another shooting there uh, at, at a hospital, I believe. I, I don't know too much of the details. Uh, it just started coming in. But um, I'm not going to try to say anything super, I don't know, I'm not. I just, just, just pray for the city of Tulsa. I used to live there, and I love that city. So seeing that makes me really sad. So I'll leave it at that, uh, and uh, we will hopefully me and Jacob will see you later. Later, dudes.